Welcome to the Ready, Set, CEO podcast. I'm Melissa Froelich, and I'm deeply passionate about helping women create aligned and sustainable businesses. I'm so glad you're here because that means you are ready to start embracing your leadership role as the CEO of your business. Sustainable business growth starts inside ourselves. Stepping into our CEO role allows us to create strategy that is in alignment for us and our own individual and unique businesses. And when it happens, things finally start to feel right. So let's get started. All right, so this week, I'm going to do something a little bit fun, but I want this to paint a picture of how imposter syndrome is a sneaky, sneaky beast, and it can show up anywhere and everywhere in our lives and not just our business. So several years ago, I had the dream of learning how to bake sourdough bread, but for a variety of reasons, I always found a reason that I wasn't ready to start. And I would start to research it and I would get overwhelmed. And I would tell myself that I wasn't ready and that I needed more information. And eventually I would learn how to make sourdough bread. Is this starting to sound like a familiar story for anyone? (laughs) So fast forward to this week. I, 10 minutes ago, successfully baked on my own, my second loaf of sourdough bread from scratch, from a starter that I have been feeding, followed all of the steps myself. And I'm recording this podcast today because I want to talk about imposter syndrome and how it played a huge role in my sourdough bread journey. And as I was baking my first loaf on my own, I was thinking to myself, wow, this is so interesting, the correlations, right? Now, the risk in terms of the other side of things may be greater in different circumstances. For instance, if you have imposter syndrome about launching a new product or launching a new group program, it may result in not as much revenue generated or not as many people signing up. So the risk can be a little bit bigger, but the fundamental parts and pieces of navigating something new when imposter syndrome shows up are totally the same. So let's start with what imposter syndrome is, because this term gets thrown around everywhere. And I find that people don't really have a clear understanding of what imposter syndrome actually is. And before I share the definition, everyone can get imposter syndrome. I don't care how experienced in business or life or whatever you are, you can experience imposter syndrome. Now, the degree at which you experience it can vary over time, especially as you acquire new skills to navigate when it shows up. And that's the work of mindset work that is really, really important so that we know how to recognize it and hold space and respond differently. So imposter syndrome can look like feelings of self-doubt and incompetence that arise when presented with a new opportunity or situation. So the key words being self-doubt and incompetence. Imposter syndrome can present as the feeling of being fraudulent or that as an imposter. So when you catch yourself thinking things like, who am I to do X? There are so many people that have more experience than I do already doing this. I'm not ready yet. People are going to think that I'm a fraud if I put 
X out into the world, okay? Thinking that other people are going to see you as an imposter and that you need more experience. You need more clients. You need more time. You need more certifications. It's the idea that more is the reason we're not ready yet. That's imposter syndrome at its core. So what's so interesting back to this this journey of wanting to bake sourdough bread, right? I would start to research it. And then the person who was educating me on it, whether it was a blog post or whether it was Instagram or TikTok, would make me feel like they were so skilled at baking sourdough bread that I was so far away from their level of expertise that I had to learn a whole bunch more information before I could start. So actually by trying to learn from someone, my imposter syndrome was ignited because I was trying to learn something new. I was simply being faced with a new opportunity or situation in this case, and my feelings presented as me being fraudulent. Who am I to think that I'm ready yet to be someone who bakes sourdough bread? I'm not even a good baker. I love to cook and I'm a good cook, but I'm a terrible baker. And in fact, I'm not even sure if I own a cupcake pan, let alone a bread pan. So why am I thinking that I am going to bake sourdough bread, right? You see where this whole thought process starts to snowball. So this is really important to recognize when this shows up because when I really, really felt it, especially this week, as I was going solo, So the reason I even finally started after years to actually learn how to make the sourdough bread is we have a new nanny. And when we were doing our first interview, she mentioned that she loves making sourdough bread. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is like my dream person, right? And so she helped me learn the basics and she brought me starter and she taught me how to feed it. And then she showed me how to bake it and she baked a couple loaves and they were so delicious. And I knew I had two choices. I knew that I could push through and learn how to do this on my own, or I could just let her keep baking the sourdough bread and do it for me. However, I know that there's no guarantees that she's going to be in our lives forever. And I finally, finally wanted to learn the skill. And so I had to choose to do the harder thing and learn something new and push through all of my feelings of imposter syndrome and remember that everyone starts somewhere And that if I fail, because ultimately, like, what's the reason we're not doing it, right? I was so worried I was going to be bad at making sourdough bread. Well, I can't be bad at making sourdough bread if I'm willing to continue to learn from the process and improve. It's not like I get one chance to make one loaf of sourdough bread. And I think this is important to remember when we launch a product, when we launch a new program, when we pitch ourselves to someone that we would like to be an expert in their program, or when we have an opportunity to apply for a partnership, just because that thing doesn't work out the way that we had hoped does not mean that we failed. We don't get just one shot and we are already more ready than we're willing to give ourselves credit for because imposter syndrome keeps us safe. At the end of the day, it says, I'm going to remind you of all the things that you haven't done yet so that you can stay here where you already know what to expect and how to navigate this space. But if you bust outside of that bubble, 
I can't protect you because we're going into the unknown. And the unknown can be safe as well because we can trust ourselves. We can trust ourselves to have an attitude of looking at how fun it can be, looking at what can we learn from this, looking at how can we improve? What are the opportunities for growth and expansion? That's the abundance mindset that we want to harness to be able to navigate imposter syndrome that's going to show up no matter how much experience we have, no matter what we're doing, it can show up in our lives. So for me, I really, really had to say, Melissa, do you want to learn to bake sourdough bread? The answer is yes. You've been saying this for years. You have a great opportunity. Who cares if the loaf doesn't come out beautifully? You can learn what you can improve on. You have somebody right here, like a personal sourdough trainer that comes to your house every day that can help you assess what maybe went wrong. But you guys, I was already stressing about this thing and feeling like when I baked the bread, it was going to fail. And I had to remind myself, I am already leading with the scarcity mindset. What if it comes out beautifully? What if I say, what if this is amazing and this was more fun and easier than I could have imagined? How can I have more fun with this process? So I had to really, really work through this. And I baked the bread and I was scared to death and I watched 77 million TikToks and I texted the nanny 4,800 times before every single step. I did all that. I am telling you, I was terrified of getting it wrong with sourdough bread. And as I'm going through this process, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is incredible. And so that's where I was like, I've got to record this podcast because this is like, <laughs> this is imposter syndrome at its finest you aren't ready yet to mix the salt in with the bread because you haven't watched enough other people do it. And you might get it wrong with this one little step. And so you better consume more information. Oh my goodness. It's salt. It's a teaspoon and a half of salt mixed in with some flour and water that is dough. How basic is that? But my brain made it really scary and really, really complicated. And so it got me curious of like, how many other times is imposter syndrome keeping us from doing things that are actually pretty simple when we break them down and keeping us from doing things that could honestly be really, really fun and from doing things that we are capable of getting wildly successful results because our brains are trying to keep us safe and telling us all the reasons we're not ready yet. So I finally baked the darn loaf of bread and it came out beautifully. I sent a picture to my husband and he was like, oh my goodness, that should be in a magazine. And he doesn't say that just to make me feel good. Like it was really, really pretty. And so I got excited about it and it was fun. And I decided I'm going to make another loaf and I'm going to try and do this one without like second guessing all the steps. And I'm just going to do it. And so I did it and I just pulled it out of the oven and it's not as pretty as the first one, but it's bigger which is something that I wanted. The other one was a little bit more dense and it was beautiful, but it was a smaller loaf. And so my dough didn't rise the way that I wanted to. So I thought about that and what could I learn from it? And our house was pretty cold because we had the air conditioning turned up. So I raised the temperature in the house because my husband's gone and I can because we don't have to live like we're in a igloo. And then I also wrapped the bowl so that the dough could ferment and hopefully rise up bigger. And it did. And that was really cool. And it got more bubbles. And so I'm like, okay, it's more active. And so even though the finished product isn't as beautiful because it's like a little bit asymmetrical and this one side is kind of crispy and it kind of like popped off, who cares? Because I got a bigger loaf and that was ultimately my goal. And so now 
I am taking action and I'm building confidence. And guess what? I'm somebody that's baking sourdough bread. I am not an expert sourdough baker, but also I'm not striving to be that. I'm having fun with the process and I'm creating delicious, nourishing food that my five-year-old loves and I'm having fun with it. And it's really therapeutic and it's really relaxing. And if I never make exceptionally beautiful loaves, who cares? As long as it tastes good and I'm having fun with it, right? But oh my goodness, looking back on the last four years and all the reasons why I didn't bake the darn bread because I was overcomplicating it and saying it was too hard for me. And I'm not somebody who bakes sourdough bread because there's other people who they do this to perfection. And I would have to research this for years in order to even be at the level in order to start. All those stories kept me from baking sourdough bread, not because I didn't have the time. I could have made the time because it's fun, but because I was scared of getting it wrong. So where is imposter syndrome showing up for you in the everyday? That's the question here. But I really wanted to come here and tell a story that was real. As a woman who has built a very successful, sustainable, multi-six-figure business, I still face imposter syndrome in life and in business. And I think that it's important that you, especially in today's day and age, you look at the mentors that you're hiring or the coaches or the people that you're investing in, and are they also sharing the struggles and how they navigate them? Because at every stage of life and business, something new is going to come around the corner. But the thing is, is I have the gift from doing the work of awareness and curiosity, noticing why on earth was I overcomplicating something that should be fun and easy and exciting. My five-year-old knew more about making sourdough bread than I did. She had done it twice with the nanny and was like a pro and it was fun. And she was like, oh, you do this mama and you do this. And I was thinking, oh my goodness, how do you have so much confidence? Because she doesn't have all of the programming yet. And my goal as her mama is to hopefully give her the tools and the skills and the awareness and the knowledge to navigate that programming that is inevitably going to happen but so that it doesn't stick with her so that she can notice that, oh, this thing happened, but that doesn't have to mean anything about my capabilities. And I don't need to compare myself to other people because their journey is completely different than mine. And they can be great at making sourdough bread or being an entrepreneur in their way. And I can be great in mine. I might not need as many years of experience or practice or certifications or learning. I might be ready right now. So how can we take that lens of a five-year-old or our 10-year-old or even our 20-year-old and be a little bit more trusting of ourselves and what we're capable of. Remember how you used to do it as a kid? You didn't have the imposter syndrome coming up in the sense of, ooh, I've got to learn more. It was like, I'm going to be successful by learning and doing. How do we get back to more of that? So really, really looking at the truth, looking at the data. Are you capable now of making progress and learning and improving? Yes. Do you really need more? If you already had that more that you're telling yourself that you need, would you take action today? Be really honest. What are the stories that are coming up for you? What are the limiting beliefs that are coming up as a result of this imposter syndrome? Do you actually believe those things? What would you like to believe instead? How do you start acting as if you already have those beliefs? How can you have more fun with whatever it is you're doing? I don't care if it's a new product, a launch, 
pitching yourself, deciding that you're going to position your marketing in a different way, pivoting your business, whatever it is, how can you have more fun with it? How can you remind yourself that it's not about getting it perfect? It's about taking action and continuing to optimize and learn and maneuver and move. Imposter syndrome is going to be there. It's going to be around. It's going to show up when we least expect it, when we make sourdough bread. But being curious about it, being aware of when it's sneaking in, and then reminding ourselves that we are capable, that we are enough, that we are ready now, and that whatever we're telling ourselves that we're waiting to acquire is probably not even necessary. And if we already had the thing, would that actually change us taking action in the now? Probably not. So how do we go ahead and take that messy first step and infuse a little bit of fun? That's the lesson today. So I would love to hear from you. I always say this, but I really, really mean it this week. I'd love to hear what your reaction was to this episode. I would love to know if you're surprised that I had massive imposter syndrome when it comes to making sourdough bread, if you related to this, if you've noticed it coming up in your life in a similar way, if you are experiencing right now in your business, please, please, please come over to my DMs or send me an email and let me know what resonated with you about this particular episode. Because I was really excited to share this because it's so life and business, right? And <laughs> that's what I'm super passionate about, helping women step further into that version of their CEO self, but also making sure that we're prioritizing the lifestyle that we've desired and that we've created for ourselves. And part of that is having time and space to enjoy baking sourdough bread. But part of what always came up for me is I didn't have enough time yet. I was too busy. I had more work to do. And all of those things were not true. Like my business was not going to fail because I was going to start also baking sourdough bread. But oh my goodness, so many minds tricks will happen no matter what it is that you're doing when it's something new. So I would love to hear from you. And I'd also like to ask you a favor if you are feeling inclined and if you enjoy this podcast, if you haven't already, please leave a review that really, really is helpful to continuing to get our podcast out there to impact more women and inspire them on their journey to embracing their CEO self. So thank you so much. And I will talk to you next week right here. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast episode. It was truly a pleasure to spend time with you. If you're not already part of our free community on Facebook, please join me inside of the Uplevel Lounge. You can also check out melissafrolick.com or follow along on Instagram, melissafrolick underscore biz to find out the most current ways that I can support you in stepping further into your CEO role right now.